Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. everybody. Okay. 
um, and we want to say thank you to them also. So let us go on with our topic. Um, but I want to make one announcement. After we finish this, if you will go to the description box, there's a bonus there. What was the name of that video? Okay, it was um, what was the name of the God's video? Secret Weapon. Okay, there is a bonus video. In the description box called God's Seek Woman, God's Secret Weapon. So if you go there, I think you will find that to be amazing. That has helped me so much. Sister Stephanie was the one who um, pointed it out to me, and I've listened to it what, twice. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to listen to it a, thir- a third time. Because, you know, I, I'm a person and I like learning. And I want to remember this one. Amen? But um, that's the bonus for today. Um, and don't worry, we're not copyrighting anything. He tells us to share, 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 share. So that's what we're doing. We're share. Woman, God's secret weapon. <laughs> Women, you don't know how special you are to God. And if we will go back in the Bible, you'll find that all through the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, the woman had a special place in God's heart. He even calls Israel his bride. Amen? Hallelujah. So we're going to go and start off where we left off last week. And... um. In our part two series, and we were talking about, um, we had went over what we wanted, and one was respect, one was to um, be loved, one was to um, be able to be trusted in the man in our lives, and a host of other things. And we're not going to be before you long today, because it was just a little bit more that needs to be said. And I don't know about uh, um, Minister Bass or uh, Minister Hazley, but I tell you, last week was freeing to me. Sometimes when you talk things out, the Bible says, come let us reason together. I understand why. When you talk things out, there is a release valve there. It's like, wow, did I get that out? Wow, I didn't think about it that way before. So we're going to ask, well, I'll I'll do it. We're going to go ahead and do opening prayer, and then we're going to start in where we left off last week. So if everyone will bow their heads. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory, glory, glory. We praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, we come before your throne of grace with boldness, because that's how you ask us to do it. Hallelujah. We don't have to hide. We don't have to grovel. We are your children. Hallelujah. You, hallelujah, your son and pay the price for us. So we belong to you. And you said that we are to come before your throne boldly. Hallelujah. 
So, Lord, we come saying, first, forgive us, Lord, for anything that we have done that's not like you, anything about our very existence that's not like you. Forgive us, Lord, and put us on a straight and narrow path, Lord. Hallelujah. Guide our footsteps, Lord. Guide our mind. Guide our tongue. Keep us from hearing things that you don't want us to hear. Keep us from saying things that you don't want us to say. And keep us from seeing things that you don't want us to see. Protect us, Lord, because what goes in our eyes, what goes in our ears, and what we allow to come out of our mouth affects our soul. So, Lord, we want to keep our soul and our spirit pure. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. So, as we listen to you today, as you use these three vessels today, Lord, to speak through, bless your people, hallelujah, with you. Your word in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this opportunity today, Lord, to represent you. Three of your daughters, hallelujah. Three of your image and your likeness, hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Your words, Lord, our mouths. Speak what you want to speak in the name of Jesus, we pray. Use us in the manner that you want to use us. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Open up the ears of the people. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit through us is saying through the church. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Does anyone remember where we stopped at last week? I named some things. Um, I'm here. Hello? I don't remember. Um, I'm here. Well, I'm here. Yes, you... Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I know it had really gotten really good um, last week. And, um, yes, it did. Then I, I saw my, well, actually, Block Talk Radio cut us off, and, um, Stephanie had to kind of edit it to make it seem normal. So, um, but, okay, well, well, we're going to start right here. Um, as far as, um, trust, we need to be able to trust our mates. Because if you don't trust them, then you can't honor them. Honor them. That, that, that's impossible. In order to honor a person, you must trust them. We honor God because we trust him. But if there is no trust there, then the honor, how can I put it? You're not going to be able to honor someone who you can't trust. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes, I think that was. Go ahead, Keith. No, I was just agreeing. I I think that with the trust uh, a lot of a lot everything else falls into that because if you can't trust them, you know, you can't have a relationship basically because I think the the relationship is built solely on trust. And if you don't trust anybody, there's only you know, so much that you're gonna say to that person or you're gonna start feeling a certain way about that person and that just breaks down the relationship completely. 
a lack of honor, a brother, a lack of trust, when you have shown us that you can't trust us. Yeah, that's like having a house of cards built, and once that trust card is pushed over, the rest of the house falls down right behind it. Because mm-hmm. if there is no trust, then you're always looking and second-guessing, and that causes pressure on that relationship. That causes hard feelings. That causes, oh, my God, all manner of stuff, a whole different atmosphere in the house when you can't trust a person when a person or a guy, in, in, in our case, when the man shows us that we can't trust him, that's a red alert, and you're under red alert 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Trust is something that we must have in a relationship. That includes trusting that you're going to protect us, Trusting that you're going to take care of us, like you said, like I said, we need help. We don't mind. But the thing about it is that that trust must remain intact because once it's gone, the house begins to crumble. And it, yes, you can build it back up, but it takes time to build it back up. We, we forgive you. It's easy for a woman to forgive. We forgive you, but now the trust has to be built back up. And that house of cards has to be built back up. And the least little thing that you do, and it looks like that we can't trust you, the house tumbles down again. Mm-hmm. But I have a question. Do you think that... Yes. Um, do you think that with trust, it can ever be built back up to the way it was, or is that impossible? Nothing is impossible with God. It can mm-hmm. be built back up, but both of you have to have in your mind. The woman has to have in her mind, okay, I'm going to see if I can trust him again. I forgive him. You know, I have the love and the honor, or rather the reverence, as the Bible says, for him. That can get back in place. But the moment he does one thing, it's like, there you go again, that house of cards, that little cart goes, falls back, and there it goes again. Then you got to start over again. That has happened in a lot of marriages, and it usually ends up in divorce. Because the man would say, trust me, baby, trust me. And then he turns around and do the same thing over again. Right. Same thing on a woman's part. If she is telling mm-hmm. the man, trust me. You know, I know I messed up, but trust me. And then she goes and does it again. Or if it even looks like she does it again or getting ready to do again, then he's going to all of a sudden put up a roadblock and like, here she go again. And that's the way we do with the men. Here he goes again. But, mm-hmm. like I said, with God, all things are possible. And eventually, and I don't even believe I'm saying this, but eventually he will see or she will see that trust is a major thing. And they have to be able to do what they said they were going to do or not do what they say they weren't going to do. 
the first learn. Because none, you know, we, we, we're not, some of us are, you know, but most of the time when you first get married, there is no booklet. Well, there are, but you know what? Reading a book and living it is two different things. Right. Because when you read a book, they'll say, okay, do A, B, C, and D. You do A, B, C, and D, but in your relationship, C may not compute, if that makes any difference. Every relationship is different. That's what I'm saying. Now, you can mm -hmm. love it. I believe um, I, I agree with um, Minister Bats on the, and you too on the, the trust because when you do, you don't have trust, you don't have anything. And I do believe that you know you can love again, but like you said, um, and then with that, it, it has to it has to be two willing participants. You know, you have to want to change. And with God, yes, all things are possible. And sometimes um, I've seen relationships break up with the trust issues, and they go their separate ways, they divorce, but I've seen reconciliation, too, where they got out there and they found out, hey, I messed up, and with the grace of God, they was able to put their marriage back together again, so when you say, well, God, all things are possible, but, um, yeah, sometimes it, it happens that way, the separation, the heart grows fonder, and they fight to get their marriage back, so that's an awesome thing, I've seen that happen, and, um, so, but yeah, trust is a main, a main ingredient, I believe, in any relationship. Absolutely. 
out working, and you're sitting at home looking at the soap operas, children in school, or maybe you got the children around the house, but the children want to know, where's mommy? Because a man can be a good father, but it's something about mama. Child fall down, hurt his knee, mama's going to pick him up and kiss his boo-boo. Daddy going to say, get up and try it again. Oh, be a man. And see, there's no way for a child to be raised up, whether girl or boy. So things nowadays are kind of backwards, and sometimes, sometimes their friends will tell them, "Man, you know this is what I do. Man, this is you know what." When the other guy says that he's wrong, and my thing is. I'm like God told Joe, stand up, gird up your laws and be a man. Do what you know a man is supposed to. You don't want to do what your friends do because the result of your marriage will end up being like this. Just watch a little while and you'll see how their marriage going to work out. You don't want to do that to your marriage. So my thing is if you're a man, we're supposed to be one with them. And I'm realizing more and more one means one beside them, not one behind them or one under their feet like a car mat, but one beside them. Mm-hmm. If two of you are working together, then God is in the midst, and you can accomplish some amazing things. But getting some men nowadays to understand that is kind of difficult, especially with the, the younger ones. No, they, they have a whole different idea, a whole different thought. I think before um, a woman gets married, they need to actually sit down and have a conversation on, mm-hmm. you know, what he wants from his woman and what she wants from her man. And I think, you know, you need, a woman needs to take that into consideration. And if they see any red flags, you know, I would reconsider or, you know, decide if this is what you want to deal with. Because yeah. a lot of people make the, um, the wrong decision and get into a marriage thinking they can come in and change, uh, change people. And nine times out of ten, what you get, is what you want, I mean, what you get yourself into usually is what it's going to be if his mindset is not, you know, wanting to change or whatever, basically this is what you want to get. And sometimes if you get into marriage, it gets worse because, you know, people put forth their best when they're trying to get you. And then when they feel like they got you and you get married, then the real them comes out. So the best thing for a woman to do before she does get married is to pay close attention to what you see and pay attention to those red flags. Because if you see red flags, you know, like they say, where there's smoke, there's fire. So Uh you just need to pay attention to that before we do step into that commitment. And that's what a lot of women make, you know, mistakes on is not paying attention to those red flags or thinking that they can go in into a marriage and change that person. Mhm. That's true. In other words, you gotta do 
like you do at the store when you go shopping. You know, some of those, uh, what can I say, lower class stores, um, maybe some of the mom and pops, they take a piece of beef and there's something they can put on the beef to make it bright and red. But when you get it and you turn it over, it's like dark. You can tell it's old. And that's the way a relationship can get. Like you said, they come in and they put on their best. They're smelling good and they're all clean. And then you marry them, they give them about a week. And the real them come out. You're like, oh, my God, what if I marry? And you really don't see it. That's why I say take your time. Because if there's anything wrong there or if there's any deception, if you take your time. Be watchful. Pray. God will reveal it. Because, see, that, like everything else, if we depend on God, we won't make a mistake. But a lot of times we depend on flesh. Oh, his green eyes. Girl, are so pretty. His curly hair. Oh, that earring he wearing in his ear. Them bow legs, girl. Oh, that fine car. You're not marrying the bow legs. The curly hair or the fine car. The fine car going to break down after a while. Them bow, bow legs may cause problems. He end up in a wheelchair after a while. That curly hair, believe me, when it gets gray, it changes texture. So instead of looking at the outward appearance, ask God to show you the heart, show you the real person. And that way we won't be so disappointed because we are creatures of our senses, our five senses, our sight, our hearing, our taste, and our touch. If it feels good, if it tastes good, if it sounds good, if it looks good, we all for it. But you got to go beyond that because that's a flesh. You got to go beyond that. And like the Bible says, walk in the spirit and not after the flesh. Talk to him. Pray. Fast if you need to. And ask God to open your spiritual eyes. And he will. And when he opens your spiritual eyes, then that in turn gets in your heart. And your heart is going to know, no, baby, he's not the one. That's the thing. But we don't often do that. We live in the flesh. And that's what I got mm-hmm. through from last week. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, we walk in the flesh. And we look at this guy in the flesh before we marry him or while we're dating him. And then we marry and say, oh, my God, what have I done? We marry him, and he lets it all hang out. Now, let me tell you this. We are to love them, what the Bible say, for better or for worse. So what do you all think about that? How worse can the worst get? Right. <laughs> I um. Um, better or for worse is, is, is one thing, but stuff that's just, you know, 
unacceptable is, is another, you know. I don't, mm. that's one thing I'll have to think about. Mm-hmm. Now, does that, does that fall into um, better or for worse, even, okay, say if you knew the worst before, does that fall into that? When I'll put it, put it this way, how worse should the worst get before you say, uh-uh, don't want this, can't deal with this? Now, in sickness and in health, us being women, we can deal with that because mm-hmm. our hearts are that way. But that better or for worse, if he's around there beating on you, or molesting your children, or stealing from your, or anything like that, is that the worst? Mm-hmm. In other words, you've got to decide what the worst is. When we take a vow, right. before we take a vow, we got to understand that those vows are supposed to be forever. Mm-hmm. So you got to decide. Beforehand, like I said, get to know the guy, and when we get to know him, then we we're gonna see some things. You're gonna see some things. So that's when you decide how much worse can you take. Oh, the better, you know, that's good. You know, better and better, that's a good thing. But when he starts getting worse and worse, and you know that little sheep turns into a werewolf. Are you gonna be able to accept that? Right. Okay. Well, I may can speak on a little bit of worse. Unfortunately, I was um, married before, and um, not bashing men at all. Um, <clears throat> I didn't get a chance to know. <clears throat> I guess I could because before I got married, we, we were together and. You just got to see the signs. You see the signs. And sometimes, like we said, you see the signs and you go through and yeah, you feel like you can change someone and you can't. And I think you you go through so much. And I went through a lot. And the worst, the worst, the fighting and the disrespect and all that. And tried to do it as much as I could. But one day, and it just happened. And I just walked away, had no idea that that was to happen that morning. And mm-hmm. it was the worst when your life is at, and you feel like your life is in danger and you is choked in the driveway in front of your children. And, you know, it's just all kinds of things that happen. And it was time, I felt like it was time to walk away because all marriages was not ordained by God. Sometimes right. you just jump and just ready to go and do it because you feel pressure, you know, mm-hmm. from, else. You need to go ahead and get married, you know what I'm saying? Better to marry than to burn. We didn't have respect all that, you know. But we don't look at the signs. And my advice to, to, to the younger um, women is, yeah, uh, sit down, talk to them. And sometimes you feel like you can know somebody so much and when you decide to let go, this person comes and it's like, who are you? When, I, when we went through the course, I did not know who this person was. It was as if I never knew him. 
But my advice to the younger women is yes, get to know who you are with and and who you even, when you have children, and just get to know that person because you're forever tied to them. I don't care. Um, my son don't even know his father, but tell me he don't have traits and say stuff or mannerism or characteristics like him. Sometimes it scares me. But then you forever tied to this person. So my thing is get to know them. Make sure you know this is the person you want to be with. And not even talk about procreating with them, you know. So just get to know them. Make sure you know that you know. Seek God's face. Ask God if this is the one for me. Even ask God, and you, you could be specific with God, how you want his nails to be, eyebrows to be, just everything. Ask God to send who, you know, send or make the person he wants you to be, you know, that you want. Ask God for it. See God's face. Mm-hmm. That's true. What the Bible does say, whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive and ye shall have. But we never put that to, oh, we never use that particular scripture when we're looking for a mate. We just see him. He looks good. He smells good. We don't know his personality. We don't know his background. We don't know how he was raised. We don't know what his score is. And you could be marrying, oh, my God, I don't even know who. But you could be marrying anything, but because the outward appearance is fooling you. And you're so ready to be Mrs. So-and-so. Then we get mm-hmm. in it, and like you say, we don't even recognize the person. They go from, I don't know, what, what's the word? They go from light to dark. And you're looking at him like, who are you? You wake up at night and you turn over and you ask yourself, Lord, who did I marry? Or well, he's out there and he's got babies all over the place. You, you, you're you at home and, you know, you're a housewife or you're at work and you're finding out that he just got another child out there, then he got another one and another one, and you got your five plus he's got five more out there because he's cheating. There are so many scenarios that other women have gone through. Cause, you know, I'm the kind of person people kind of, come to me and plop their sorrows right down in my lap. I hear some stuff. And my advice to them is, how, how do you deal with that? And, girl, you, you need to get it from there, and you need to do something. Get some, first thing I would say is pray. Then I say get some counsel. You can forgive another child. There are certain things that you can forgive as long as they don't do it again. But there are certain things, yeah, you have to forgive them, but you don't want to live with it. Even if it means walking away, you got to walk away to save your sanity, yourself, if you're being beat upside the head every day, or to save your children if he is harming your kids. Even if there's no more than beating those kids half to death. Yeah, the Bible says discipline yourself. But I have seen men beat children so bad, 
And if they can find someone who is of God uh, or a church or a pastor or something, and now it's a whole other story. Nowadays, you've got to be careful with the pastor. Anyway, if they can find somebody they can trust, even if it's going back home to mama or have a sister or something that they can go and stay with, even going to a um, battered white shelter where you and the children would be taken care of, get out of that situation because that particular thing, like you said, will go down from generation to generation to generation. So, yeah, that is a reason to leave. But what about when you love the man and a man treats the children good, but every six weeks, every whatever, you're getting a STD because he's been out there cheating. What do you do with that? Now pull pit to the pool hall. 
stuff out there. So our warning today, <laughs> watch who you get in a relationship with. Watch who you marry. Learn who he is. Check out everything and tell him to do the same thing with you. Don't be afraid to check my life. Yes. You need to know who you marry. Talk to my mama. Talk to my children. Talk to, if I have, you know, if the girl is a woman has any, talk to my friend. Find out who I am. Because I don't want you to be shocked and disappointed either. So talk to those that are around me. I'll gladly share my credit score, my real credit score with you. You don't need to know my social security number, but my real credit score, I'm glad to share it with you. You need to know that I'm reliable because if I can keep my credit straight, then I can keep your credit straight. You get sick and down in the bed, you need to know that the bills are going to be paid. There's so much that you have to consider before you get in a relationship. It's not like Adam and Eve now, where the Lord takes the man and go in and take the woman out of his rear. Now we got to know certain things. We got to know if you're faithful to your boss, if you are unfaithful to your boss in a way that you're coming to work on time every day, or faithful to your mother that you help her, you love her, and your sisters, that they look up to you. Even faithful to your father, your dad. And most of all, are you faithful to God? Are you one of those ones that, oh, I don't worry about children. I ain't thinking about that. I ain't got time for all that. You know, this and that and that. Making excuses. And when I take you to church, you sitting there looking around with everybody, looking around at everybody like the strings. I'm going to know you're really not a child of God. Don't fool me. But if you try to fool me, then, hey, I'm gone anyway. But I need you to know that i got a man in my life who can lay hands on me and pray. And the Lord will answer his prayer. I don't need to think, well, Lord, if I get sick, he can't even pray for it. Or he won't pray for me because he really doesn't care. There are a number of things that we have to look for when that mate comes our way and wants to marry us. Don't just marry anything. Anybody got any any other comments? No, I just say, you know, just like you said, you just got to be watchful and, you know, pay attention and, you know, Consult God. Don't just listen to people and say, well, you know, people come to you asking you, when are you going to get married? You, you know, this, that, and third or whatever. Just consult God and don't worry about what others are saying around you, you know, because they're not the ones that have to be in that household with you and that, that man, you know, after you made that commitment. So Exactly. You they're just, not the ones that's got to go through the mess. Right. Consult consult God and, and pray and he will he will reveal it. I mean it's things that aren't on the up and up or it'll show. And mm-hmm. when it does show, listen to it and don't think that you can change, you know, change him into who you want. Yeah, that's true. That's not working. 
that is not working. You can oh, well, you know, I ain't worried about that. Well, I can change that. No, you can't. Because the way he is when you marry him is only going to get worse. Yeah, uh, because it's like, go ahead. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with all Amen. that. Amen. But just remember also. That no one is perfect. It's going to be hey. something that is like, oh, okay. But it shouldn't be anything. Yeah, you know, but you, or anything like if, that. if it's something but, like that, something that you can deal with, hey, we understand that. But, you have, but some of those things right. that we called out can't deal with those things. That causes a toxic relationship. You're going to get harmed. The children are going to get harmed. Or you get out. And God will be with you. Sometimes you got to. to a relationship because you have some mm-hmm. women out here that's looking for Mr. Perfect and Mr. Perfect don't exist you know some Mr. Perfect mm-hmm. do not exist so we got to be a realist you got to be realistically you know um, speaking that it, no one's perfect but the father you know what I'm saying so you do do your homework everything that you all said I totally agree but there's not a Mr. Perfect out here no, the ex yeah, hallelujah. That's what we and that's what we gotta teach our children too. Like I said, all my life all I hear was men are no good, you know, ain't none of them no good. That's not true. We all have our faults and our downfalls. But it's not true that there's not a good man out there. That's what I tell my youngest in here. I've heard her make that comment. I said that's not true. You do have some good men out there. They're not perfect. But when you give it to God and you let God work it out instead of say, oh, 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 girl, mm." number one, you have no business going through that in the first place. But that's another topic for another time. But I will put it this way. Do not get physically involved with him before you make a decision to marry him before you find out who he is because once you make that soul tie, once there's a soul tie there, it's hard to make a clear decision. Enough said. But you cannot say that all men are no good. Everybody got fault. Hey, if you look in the mirror and admit it, we got faults. I will admit it. I don't mind. I got a whole lot of faults. Number one, my number one fault is my big mouth. And I say things sometimes when I shouldn't say them because if I see an injustice, I automatically open my mouth. That's just me. And he needs to know that. If he can bear with it, then fine, we can get along. And I can calm it down. That's not a problem. But And that's not the only one. You know, I've got other folks. But the thing about it is that we've got to realize that we're not perfect. And like we said earlier, we have to check a matter out and make a decision. Is this what we want? Some things will never come out until you live with them for a while. Some things they don't even know just then. So we got to weigh that thing out beforehand. Are we willing to take a chance and be willing if it comes to 
a fact of life and death, hurt or harm, be willing to walk away. And don't worry about what others say.
woman who bears the children because somebody's child is always coming up to us, whether it be a friend or a relative or whatever, because our hearts go out to them. But we'll discuss that uh, next week. But like I said, we thank Minister Bats and Minister Hazel for being with us today with what a woman wants. No, I'm sorry. What a wife wants and what a wife needs. We have got three guys now. Um, Deacon um, Daryl Hazley and Elder Charlie Pritchett. And there's another. Who's the third one? Nakia Lumar. Who? Deacon Nakia Lumar. Okay, Deacon Lumar. We're going to get them together, and they're going to be the same topics, what a man wants and what a man needs, what a husband wants, what a husband needs, what a father wants, and what a father needs. we got to get them together so that they can talk to one another so they can get their topic together. But we will bring that at another time, but it will be brought. Amen? And I know that's going to be lit because I know it'll be. Anyway, long story short, and I also know Deacon, what's his name, um, Deacon Daryl Tuff Hazley. <laughs> I'll explain that to you all another time. If you hear it, my um, videos, uh, he and his brother, one is tough and one is ready. So y'all going to get tough when they come. Amen? That's Deacon Daryl Hazley. But we thank you all for coming out today. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and do the closing prayer. We thank you, but search a matter out before you make a decision, before you say yes to that ring that he's going to give you. Search him out. Know who you're marrying. Go to God first. When he first comes in, before he comes in your life, ask God don't let nobody come to you that he doesn't want in your life. Because, see, we who have been through the battle and made the mistake, we're hurt. We got wounds in our souls, cuts and scrapes and bruises. We don't want you to go through the same thing. So go to God first. Check, check the matter out. Check him out. Make sure everything is okay. Then you can say, I do. And once you say, I do, and some stuff pop up that's going to harm you or your children, get out of there. I will tell you, get out of there. Amen. Don't listen to these people to tell you, well, no, you need to stay there. Don't you listen to that because you'll be in the floor dead somewhere. Oh, I don't know why they did that. In other words, if it gets dangerous, get out of there. God will take care of you. Amen? All right. Let us go before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. And we glorify your name, Lord, for this day. Lord, we, hallelujah, came, hallelujah, woo, before the people. And you gave us the final word to come to you first, to check him out. Hallelujah. I need to find that scripture, Lord. Check them out. Check a matter out. But that is scriptural. To check a matter out. Hallelujah. Before you make a decision, go to God first. Check a matter out and make sure that everything is the way it's supposed to be. We
we thank you, Lord. We glorify your name. Bless each and every person that's listening today. We hope they have learned something, Lord. Hallelujah. We hope we have saved some marriages. We hope that those who are going to get married and get into the wrong marriage, we hope now they will change their mind and wait on you to send somebody to us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray and we thank you. We glorify your name. Bless us today, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, lead our footsteps to the path that you want us to go. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Amen. Mr. Haley and Mr. Pat, we thank you for being here today. And we thank our audience for listening to Reach In The Masses Media Ministry. And we say God loves you. Hallelujah. And so do we. Have a great Saturday. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.